0: Hey folks, this is Tyler Knott Gregson from Chasers of the Light, and you are listening to the Signal Fire podcast, the show that dives into life, the universe, poetry, and just about everything else. As always, there's a lot more info on tylernot.com, and we would love to see you there. Now, on with the show. What's up, everybody, as I adjust the microphone. Today is the 12th which is my favorite day, of November 2023, 11-12-2-3. That's pretty awesome. Something really important happened this day, and I will get into that. I'll tell you what that is. So I'm just going to bust into it. As always, there's a photograph. Today, the photograph is that of the lady you currently know as Lady Gregson, although this was taken years and years ago. Her eyebrows tell the tales... (laughs) She wouldn't like me saying that, but she knows. She knows she overplucked back in the day. Uh, anyway, it's 11-12-23. <clears throat> this one is called You Meet Them and Know on this the Sunday edition of Signal Fire. I hope you're liking this. If you are liking this, share it with somebody who is not already liking this and then get them liking it, and then this community will grow. And that's awesome. <sighs> anyway, let's do it. Here we go. Excuse me while I clear my throat. Here we go. This is a story you do not know, but often ask of. This is the story of us, or at least the origins of us. Buckle in. Fourteen years. I say the words, but I don't understand the weight of them. Heavier than I expected, but heavy like the gravity that keeps me from floating off into the great nothing my mind is sometimes pulled towards. Not heavy like anchor that pulls me down into the night of the sea. Heavy like vital, like fundamental to the fabric of myself. Crucial to what I am, what I will be. Heavy like solid, like sturdy, like the steel roll cage in the race car my brain feels like at all times. The insurance against the corner taken too swiftly. The inevitability of flipping over and over again into the wall. Fourteen years the five point harness that keeps me safe. Fourteen years ago, to the very day, hell, it'll be to the minute in a few short hours, I took the photograph above, the photograph of Sarah Lyndon Gregson, my wife. Fourteen years ago we met for the very first time, and everything, everything changed. How many people have photographs of the very first meeting between them and the person that they will spend the rest of their life with? the exact instant when they first became someone's in each other's lives. Lady G hired me, and that's how it all began. She needed photos of her with her kids for holiday gifts and try as she might as a talented photographer. Getting two kids under four to cooperate for photographs she was trying to set up, take, and be in was just not working. We had known each other, excuse me, we had known of each other for years, Growing up in the same town will do that, and though we went to rival high schools, there were only two in town, the Bengals and the Bruins, and they don't much like each other, we shared many, many friends. Sometimes, and I imagine if you had a secret movie recorded of us both from our entire high school lives, you would see us constantly missing one another. We revolved around each other without ever actually meeting in person. I remember seeing her name in the local newspaper after every soccer game, scoring goals, remaining undefeated through all four years of her career, and thinking how cool she must be. I remember thinking she was beautiful. When college came, and I went off to do my best to enjoy it, I started at Gonzaga University, only to realize quickly I hated it (laughs) and refused to pay so much money, so much damn money, to hate being somewhere. Sarah was two grades below me, so she still had high school to finish before embarking on her own post-high school journey. I transferred from there back to Montana to finish my degree at the University of Montana. I always hated school, so I figured if I was going to continue hating it, I may as well pay the least amount of money possible to do so. It was during my junior year that she began college, <clears throat> Excuse me, and coincidentally went to Gonzaga. Of course, I walk out, she walks in, like always. It was then we began talking, back in the days of old AOL Instant Messenger, back in the days of the infamous away message when we had to step away. Our conversations would start at 3 p.m. and somehow continue on until 3 a.m., typing to one another about everything, about nothing, about the great big something we both felt was out there in the world for us, but couldn't really put our finger on. These conversations went on for months, until suddenly they didn't. She vanished into the ether, Years later-and, friends, we are talking years-she suddenly re emerged-on Facebook, of all places. Before you judge, back then Facebook wasn't just old people selling appliances; it was cooler, I promise. She messaged me out of the clear blue and without much lead in, simply asked if I wanted to be a soccer coach for a local kids' team. I said no, that kids had no business learning from me, but it opened the door and our friendship started up again. I had learned that she vanished all those years ago because she began dating someone and ended up marrying him immediately after college. Soon after that, she had a baby, and then another, and had been living in Washington ever since. Now, however, she was back in Helena and running the local youth soccer association. Despite saying no to her inquiry, we started catching up, sharing stories of where we'd been all that time. She'd found out I'd been slowly building my own photography company, Shooting a few weddings alone, I found out she had shot one too, but more hobby than anything else. A few days later, right after her birthday, she asked me if I'd be willing to take some photos of her and the kids to use as holiday gifts. Obviously, I said yes. I still have all of those photos. Those of Henry and Addie as such tiny people. Those of Sarah and the first time she ever looked into my lens. I didn't know it then, but I think I really did believe that those photos would be the first of thousands and thousands and thousands I would take of her over the years to come. That smile, smiling back at me with light in those eyes, all over this world. Point is, sometimes in this wildlife, you meet someone and you know. You just know without logic or explanation, without understanding or need for questioning. They cannot leave your life. Sarah said yes when I asked her to photograph a wedding with me two months after that first photo shoot, and it was the first of over 170 weddings that we have shot together. We worked for 12 hours and got paid peanuts, but had the time of our lives. That night, exhausted but elated, we made a company and promised to stay in each other's lives this time around. Years, we stayed friends. If I am honest, as I always am with you here, I knew immediately that we were destined for more, so much more, And I think you can see it in this photograph above, the first I took of her, the first of millions. You can see it. It's a glimmer and it's a glow and it's there. I saw Sarah, she saw me, and we knew that we were tied together in some way. It might take minutes, it might take years, but when this happens, it's as inevitable as the gravity I spoke of at the opening of this essay. You will become what you are meant to become. The work begins after that, it always does but the inevitability remains the same, constant as north stars in cold November skies. Sometimes we know, but we're so busy questioning that knowing, we let it flutter away. Sometimes we should just grow quiet in the presence of this understanding, smile back at it, and if we're lucky, take a picture. (sighs) The haiku. You meet them and know that they cannot leave your life. You are tied to them. Happy anniversary of our meeting, my dearest. I hope uh, you listened to this one while getting ready upstairs and not overplucking your eyebrows. <laughs> and I hope you remember. Uh, I love you all, Sarah. I love you most, and I will see you all next week. This beautiful signal fire intro and outro music was graciously provided by my best buddy, Gregory Allen Isakov. If you're not yet listening, you're missing out. Head to gregoryallenisakov.com for more. Thanks, buddy. I love you.